We're jumping right in. <laughs> Welcome to the Wonton Wednesday podcast. A uh, good friend of mine, Joe Hyatt, and she has a great story to tell. Super fucking smart, super interesting, and she's done her research, and I say that because they, she's just like, I just came up with a quick three-page outline of what I wanted to discuss here. I'm like... You could have gave me three sentences out loud and I would have been just as fucking happy. <laughs> Read through it and it's fucking fantastic. Uh, we're going to go in and first lady on the podcast. First lady, yeah. First lady of the podcast, yes. welcome. Also yes. the first Virgo, I yes. think. Yes, I think so. Welcome my uterus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you said you wanted to start by giving us the... Short background of how you landed here, and then we're going to dive right in. So, right on whenever you're ready and however comfortable you feel with giving us everything. Right on. Well, you know, um, when I first got perked up to really the injustices and the lack of availability of good food and good resources in a country like this was when I was a insurance agent in Washington and in Oregon. I was a licensed insurance agent, so I worked with the veterans. Um, uh, the veterans like the, the 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 VFW and the American Legion and you know and those organizations and we kind of helped to fill the gaps where the insurance oh, wasn't there where the insurance wasn't there for um, the soldiers right so we tried to do affordable packages so that you know they could at least get buried when they died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So um, anyway, but when I was there uh, doing this job, I was seeing these these veterans in these horrible situations, these 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 really horrible conditions that they were living in um, due to a lot uh, because of the, what they faced in combat, right? So um, my heart really went out to, to, to these veterans. So that kind of planted the seed as like, where are the breaks in our, in our, um, in our system here? You know, where are, where are the gaps? You know, why are these, these guys falling through the gaps when they so selflessly volunteered their, their lives, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and if we're not treating our soldiers, if this is how we're treating our soldiers, you know, how are we treating our everyday citizens right so fast forward because I, 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 I uh, had a little too much time on my hand and I was uh, a little too self-destructive at that time of my life and um, I ended up uh, getting drunk on a four-wheeler I don't know if you've ever done that <laughs> Yes. <laughs> at the same time or uh, drinking and then getting up? Uh, both, I think done. both. I think I did both that night because, boy, did I regret it because I got, in a, I got in a really bad accident and I ended up with a brain injury um, as a result. And uh, I ended up having to lose my – I lost my job and I, all these things happened where I was just kind of destitute, right? And then I, I was able to get on Washington State Insurance, luckily, and Washington – is awesome with their uh, state insurance. Okay. So then I was able to run, get the medical attention and things that I needed so that I could thrive instead of just survive, right? And I had a really cool neurologist from India and she uh, kinda was like, cause I was kinda resistant to the medications and then I ended up with a seizure disorder and the seizure medications and stuff were, were, were I wasn't able to drive and I, I lost my independence and because they were trying to loop me into this pharmaceutical kind of cyclone, right? And, yeah. and so I- This I, one takes care of this side effect, which yes. gives you this side effect, which yes. you take care of with this side effect, with this one and this one and this one and around and around and around and it just keeps getting 
bigger and it looks like this cover of the downward spiral by nine inch nails yes correct correct that's exactly what i meant <laughs> yeah so uh, i had a really cool neurologist and she said do you want to try cbd I said, yeah, I'll try CBD. Mm -hmm. And I found that the CBD was more effective for my seizures and I could use it as needed as opposed to the Keppra, which I wasn't able to drive on, right? So, and yes. from there, I uh, got a job at um, Natural Grocers, which is a really big organic grocery store. And um, they are really huge around community education when it comes to supplements and vitamins and good foods, right? And and so I learned a lot from them and I was able to take my healing game to the next level using things like lion's mane and bacopa and um, getting the right vitamins and supplements in my, in my diet. And I felt amazing and I threw my pharmaceuticals away and I haven't had so much as an aspirin in over 10 years. Did you wean off those or did you go cold turkey? I had to wean. I had okay. to wean. The Capra, you can't just be cold turkey. It, 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 if you if you cold turkey a seizure medication, it will induce seizures. So I had to wean Got myself it. out and then replace with CBD. And then I was on a CBD regiment where I was taking it every single day. And now I'm to the point where I'm taking it as needed. If I'm waking up and I'm feeling a little tired or dizzy or, you know, or if I'm a little mm -hmm. stressed out, I'll make sure I get some extra CBD in my diet that day. Because it really does. It just... Whoosh, you know, and one of those things that hemp and cannabis and CBD, you know, were outlawed and demonized and they're finding that they're do doing all these wonderful things and replacing pharmaceuticals. Hence the backlash, you know, the big yes. old pharmaceutical companies. I know the big one now with a lot of uh, military dudes is the CBN over Ambien. Right. Right. Now, CBN is a is a really cool cannabinoid. It's present in a lot of our indica. So in that we have indica cannabis and we have sativa cannabis. Right. And so our indica is like in the couch. It's supposed to be really mellow. It's going to be like your body high. And CBN is present in that. There's 113 different cannabinoids in each plant and they're all arranged differently. So if you have a sativa plant, it's going to have more CBG and not as much CBN. And CBG is that cannabinoid that makes you giggle right yeah. and so it makes you laugh and if you got too many receptors in your body because you also have cannabinoid receptors that are yes. lined up differently that's why if you smoke a granddaddy purple and I smoke a granddaddy purple kush we might have different effects because you have different receptors that receive you might have more CPN receptors so you're hungry and sleepy I might not have as many so I'm cleaning the house on a granddaddy perp you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it's just that's the science behind cannabis and CBD is amazing. And there's been so much backlash from the FDA, the, the U.S. Agricultural Department, and also, you know, the medical industrial complex. And there's just this research is undeniable. And they're getting called on their shit, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, the uh, Wikipedia uh, defines the medical industrial complex is a network of interactions between pharmaceutical corporations, healthcare personnel, and medical conglomerates to supply health-related products and service for profit. And I think that's really where, when when we're doing things for profit instead of the the betterment of the of the patient, you know, that's really where we get stuck in really bad choices you know you know yes. what i'm saying like 
eh. So, I mean, we've all been there, right? Where we go to the doctor for one thing and we have to go to a specialist and play a copay and then we got to go to this and pay. And then they want to do this medication that isn't as effective as this other medication, but the insurance company will only cover this medication. Just to, we'll see if that suffice, right? We'll see if the medication that we're going to put you on that the doctor says is inferior, but costs less. So insurance companies are making decisions, right? They're yes. making decisions for the patients with no medical background, no medical training, and their, their decisions are trumping the decisions of a trained medical staff, which I find absolutely repulsive. It is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, because we've got um, insurance company calling the shots for profit. Yeah, instead of let's do the best thing for the patient, right? So another thing with the profits is that the way America sets prices is that against Medicare. Mm -hmm. And Medicare is not allowed to negotiate with pharmaceutical companies for the price of drugs. So it, the price of drugs is set by the pharmaceutical company. So basically they just get to come in and say it costs whatever it is. I'm just going to arbitrarily say this is $60 a pill. You're welcome. It's going to solve all the world's problems. Right. And that's right. the way they present it. And right. And they also I think us and maybe one other country are the only ones where pharmaceutical companies are allowed to directly advertise to the consumer. Yeah. No other, no yeah. other countries are allowed, allowing them to do that. And when I was in college and I had a communications degree, but I had veered my field work to health communications. So I did my internship at, um, at an AIDS clinic. We were a health nut, which was a, um, it was a low end, low economic clinic. We, we took people pro bono. We took people, you know, um, that that were not doing well economically that were kind of, you know, homeless. And then also we had a lot of drug addicts that we were, were serving and stuff. And, um, the pharmaceutical companies would come in there buy everybody lunch. I mean, and we were, we're not a hospital. We're not a corporate, a big, huge conglomerate hospital and stuff. And the pharmaceutical companies, because we were buying HIV drugs mm -hmm. at the highest fucking dollar right. was taking us out to, as an intern i got a 30 dollar lunch and a cocktail from a pharmaceutical company which is nothing to them which is nothing to them nothing right so i and i had an opportunity because of my degree a health communications degree i could have gone into within the pharmaceutical companies. But, you know, after dealing with some of those reps, I just felt like I needed a rape shower. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely did not feel like these. And then you see the list of all the things, right? The, the, the side effects, when they do do the marketing, they do do the advertising. It's like causes a dry mouth. You know, your balls could fall off. You know, hair grows in your ears. You know what I mean? A slight blindness. You know, But hey, you can fuck, right? Like what? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't, I think that the ends do not justify the means here when it comes to some of these pharmaceuticals, when you can get the same effect, you know, by taking supplements and vitamins and eating right. Taking charge of your own health and unfucking yourself. And unfucking yourself. Yeah. And I had to do that. And you know what? Because I was eating clean and I was, um, 
taking care of my body in a way that I had never done before because I was part of the American culture and all the mar- when they, if it says healthy good for you you got to turn it around and look at the freaking back because it, nine times out of ten if it's a prepackaged item and it's on American shelves there's some bullshit in there oh fuck yes you know and um you know and w- when we were talking about this podcast originally we were saying hey let's let's make the title be let thy food be thy medicine because you know we can talk about the medical industrial complex but they're just they're just um they're a result or they're they're around because of the culture you know what i mean mm-hmm. um america's one of the wealthiest countries in the world we have the shittiest health record shittiest health record yes we've got we are on the bottom when it comes to life expectancy we are on the bottom when it comes to infant fatalities we are on the bottom when it comes to obesity well no we're on the top we're on the bottom when it comes to healthy weight Uh, you know what i mean so um we have we have a population of children where in some uh regions 80 percent of them are obese these are children and we know what obesity leads to right it leads to hypertension diabetes diabetes, you know, a a shorter life expectancy, right? We have the technology and the knowledge right now where we, our life expectancy should be 90 years old, but because of the bad education, the fucking shitty ass policing of the FDA Yep. And um, shitty foods and shitty foods. Honestly, once I cleaned my shit up and stopped eating packaged food, I stunk for weeks and I went to my natural health coach and I said, what's going on with me? I, I, I stopped eating shitty. I'm eating clean and I stink. She's like, your body is pushing out the toxins. Yeah. So I physically, and then it's like when I got done with that three weeks of just eating really clean and my face was glowing, you know, you want to know if your diet's good, look at your skin, mm-hmm. look at your skin, you know, um, your skin is the largest organ on your body and your, I mean, it, it, and, and if your skin is, is in some way, shape or form in disease, you know, we say disease, disease, Mm -hmm. that's a big indication that you're eating either something you shouldn't or eating or not eating something enough that you should. Yes. Right. So, um, which I mean, and the, Skin and fingernails too. Fingernails, fingernails, because you know that these are your byproduct. This is what your body's kicking out, right? Your yep. fingernails. So if they're weak, what's in your diet, right? Well, if there's weak, if there's divots, and there's odd lines are the, like the three big indicators, right? That you're or not getting enough, yeah, or because you're not getting enough of what you actually fucking need in yes. your body, right? So now, unfortunately. As we slide on in, medical industrial complex is, is evil. We know that, right? Um, so, well, you know, the industrial complex, that term we know was actually created in 1969. It was inspired by Eisenhower's famous speech, uh, uh, the military, military industrial complex, complex, right? So we, um, which he warned us that that was going to go to shit and it has mm-hmm. right from and i saw it firsthand right um because once again i think the corruptive component there is for profit right yes. right and i'm not saying that the researchers and the hospitals and shouldn't earn a profit i'm saying that should not be the f- first priority 
-hmm. when it comes to treating people, right? And so when we get into the healthcare system, right, that's a conflict of interest, right? And um, unfortunately, also what I've noticed with my uh, conditions and going in and out of uh, doctor's offices trying to figure out my own shit, not one fucking doctor until I met that Indian lady, that neurologist, asked me about my diet. Yeah, I've never been asked about my diet by any doctor. I actually talked to a doctor about that. Mm -hmm. And out of their eight years of schooling, they have one elective for healthy food. Seriously. All right. So that right there, yeah, seriously, unless you are a natural path or you go into that kind of medicine, mm -hmm. there is no schooling behind um, diet, which is funny because I firsthand have healed my body because of diets and supplements. Mm -hmm. Because I said, I will not live on pharmaceuticals. I want my independence. I will not be told I cannot heal my own body. You know, and so, but we are so conditioned to believe what the doctor has to say. And we're so conditioned. You know, I was born in the 70s. The doctor was like, there was the ministers, there was the doctors. You know, they were, right. they, they held, you know, a really high place in society. And as they're getting, as they're selling out and getting bought out by these pharmaceutical companies and insurance companies, you know, and not making the right choices for their, their customers, essentially is what we've become we're not patients yes. anymore we're customers and that's another problem is that with the doctors thing is that we're customers to them now and so we can walk away and find another doctor that will tell us what we want to hear or give us the pill that we want so exactly trying to keep you by not putting you on blast and saying hey maybe you should clean up your diet like and then they're also incentivized because of like you said earlier pharmaceutical companies are right. hoarding them where it's just like I'm going to get more of a kickback if I prescribe this. So yeah. here you go. Have some Ozempic. You don't have to change your diet. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. A hundred percent, Steve-O. A hundred percent. And that's the conflict of interest right there, right? Mm -hmm. That's why it has become very dangerous to have a chronic illness in this country. Yeah. You know, they want to keep you sick enough so you keep on taking the pills but nobody is talking about healing. And now the FDA is going after the supplement and the vitamins companies. They've been doing that for years. You know, they allow 72 ingredients that are banned in every other country in the world in our ingredients, in our prepackaged foods, but yet they're going after vitamin C because they think that the potency is too high. You know what? You can take up to 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day without any fucking, I mean, you can't sustain that. But if you were sick, say, yes. you, had, say you were sick and you were trying to knock out, that's as good as an antibiotic. Is If you take 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C, you're taking about 1,000 milligrams an hour right. for about 10 hours. You do that for a couple of days, 
you're going to stink, like we talked about before. It's going to push that infection out, but you won't need to go to get an antibiotic. You'll be good as new in two days if you do 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C for two days. Now, do you want to keep doing that? No, because it's kind of hard on your body, right? Because you're, yeah, you know what I mean? You're cleaning your body out. That's obviously a detox. But to go after vitamin C, to go after vitamin D, when other countries were prescribing vitamin D during the COVID administration, mm -hmm. Where was our country when it came to vitamin D? Where was our country when it said, hey, why don't you not eat as much sugar because that causes inflammation and fucks with your immune system? Well, they also said stay inside, which what's my favorite source of vitamin C is fucking standing outside. Yeah, vitamin D outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. The most natural thing we have on earth, sunlight. Yeah, stay inside, hanker down, eat your sugar, watch your Netflix. They, you know, and, and the culture that we have i mean i feel like there's a big divide we've got people that are kind of anti-technology and are all outside or mm -hmm. back to nature don't even have a facebook and then on the other spectrum we have people that are all technology all day i used to have a roommate i didn't see him for 12 hours he was an it guy he was either working on his computer playing games i mean he looked we were in Denver. The sun was closer to the earth. We were, I had a nice little golden tan all the time, you know, but this guy looked like Smeagol from, Smeagol Lord, of from Lord of the Rings, right? And he's this handsome 25 year old guy, right? And here he is hiding in the basement on the computer in the middle of the sunniest fucking city in the world. No, no. No. no, thank you. Right. And I get that the technology is unavoidable. We're going to keep going in to tech. We're going to, it's just going to be, we're going to become more and more dependent on it. But you're old enough, Steve. Yes. That you remember when we actually had to use fucking Thompson guide maps. Yeah. Nobody had a fucking GPS. I remember it's probably still up until like 2007 where at every state on the throughway where it changed to the next state and then there was their rest area, you could grab the state's roadmap. Yes, yeah. yes, because that's the only way you were gonna get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. I was a stand-up comic in the early 90s before there was technology. You know, and so I remember being out in the middle of nowhere because you had the, I was, you know, you have to really pay your dues if you want to do stand-up comedy. So you're in one shitty town after another, yes. you know, and luckily at that point in time, I was drinking a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I quit drinking because I was so good at it. I was bad at it. But that was when my liver was just laid in there. You know what I mean? It was just, just it was 20s, fresh. Get away with a lot. It was fresh. You know, I could handle a hangover for 45. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Don't like that anymore either. Oh man, we would Marine Corps. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Marine Corps. Yes, and thank you for Miller Lite for just putting pallets of that stuff just right inside the PX because that's what it was. It was literally just like, oh, they didn't even bother. They just put, drove a pallet in. This is great. So I know, right? So not not to go back on topic, but you know I'm a Virgo, so I'm going to go back on topic, but. <laughs> I just want a few highlights before we go into packaged foods because you're going to just shit yourself when I tell you what, what the U.S. Uh, a allows in our foods. Um, so just some highlights on our uh, medical industrial complex. So um, the U.S. spends more on health care um, as a share of the economy, nearly twice of the average. Um, 
of any other civilized country or what is it's not civilized it's developed how do you say what's the pc on that one first world country first world is it know. first where is it developed underdeveloped is it in i'm not uh, sure. i'm not sure anyway i, know, I didn't I know mean the difference to, between first second and third worlds and it's a cold war era term so yeah. first world is america and its allies second world was russia and those that align with them and then third world was any country not aligned with either of the other two yeah so third world country is just like a weird term to me where i'm just like so those South African nations that we call third world countries, they're just not aligned with anyone? Okay. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? It's like, okay, where are those guys going? What, what club are they in? <laughs> Pretty much like, yeah, they're in their own club. They're in their own club. Well, here's here's a fun fact about the U.S. Um, the, they have the lowest life expectancy um, in the top 11 developed yes. countries, and they have the highest suicide rates. Now, I know we don't, when we're talking about physical health, um, mental health and physical health are linked. Thank you. Thank you. That's what, that's what, what I was trying to get at. And, um, when we talk about the preservatives that are in some of these foods that are banned in other countries, the fact that they are affecting us neurologically and they are also, um, they're aggravating already mental illnesses that are present. They're aggravating and making them worse. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't surprise me that we have the highest suicide rates is what I'm saying that there is a link between that and the prepackaged foods, which we as Americans eat 30% more prepackaged foods than any yes. other fucking country on the planet. So, and which would be okay if the corporations behave themselves in this country mm -hmm. and they, put the put um ingredients that were appropriate for human consumption in these products but because of greed and because of they want things to last longer so they put preservatives in there so they have a longer shelf life you know um and they get some kickback i think from these companies that are still allowed to fucking flourish that are producing red dye number 40 and yellow dye number five and some of the preservatives that really really cause some postmodern illnesses yes so um the u.s has the highest chronic disease burden oh they have we have the highest obesity rates two time higher we're two times higher than any other country not even the highest we're double as high yeah of any other country. American use some of the most expensive technologies. Um, we actually do do one thing right. You know what we do right? We do, um, and we gotta thank the Pink Ribbon Brigade for this. We catch the most uh, breast cancers. Okay. So we do do that right. We do the, the best at uh, pre-screening women between 50 and 69 for uh, breast cancer. So we catch breast cancer quicker than any other country. But then again, that's a specialist. That's a copay. That's, oh, you're this age, then you need to get a mammogram. That's kind of a, you know what I mean? That's yes, like, yes. you know, it's been, uh, we all have lumps. I'm a, I'm a chick. I got great big titties. I got lumps in my titties. I've had them checked out. A lot of them are fatty tumors or whatnot. Or if you drink too much fucking coffee, you'll have lumpy titties. But like, you, they want me because I have fat deposits to get to check my tits out every fucking 
year. And I don't want that radiation going into my breasts. Okay. You know what I mean? Like those, those nurses put the big lead things on themselves while they're, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. cause they don't want to be exposed to that radiation over and over again. And this is just my theory. I don't know if this is not backed up by any f facts or anything. Um, but I kind of feel like if you're putting all that radiation in your tit over and over again, that that might, if there are lumps, you know what I mean? Yeah. Might make them act funny. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And so I, I, if I find new lumps, do I get a sonogram or not a sonogram? What's it called? Mammogram. Wait, mammogram. Uh, yes. But I, I don't like to, I don't know. And the thing is, this is really uncomfortable. You guys don't have the same thing when it comes to prostate cancer. Nobody's taking your balls and putting them in a grip and flatten them down. <laughs> When you get a mammogram, you're like, whoosh, you're like, oh God, it's like they're ripping your tit off of your chest. You know what I mean? It's, and then they flatten it. You're like, my tit doesn't go that flat. <laughs> That's what it is. It's these two, and it's cold. So it's this cold, it's like these two metal, cold, flat things. And they come in and they press your titty flat so they can see everything yeah, in it. Yeah, this was happening to dudes. They would find a new way within Dude, three minutes. No, no. They just like, oh, women, they have a high top pain tolerance. That's fine. That's the best way to do it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. The way you described it was one fucking hilarious, <laughs> but also too horrifying. It was, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, There's got to be a better way. Oh, first century. Oh, here's another thing. U.S. ranks really high at the number of hospitalizations for preventable causes. Not surprising. <laughs> and the highest rates of avoidable deaths. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, we do know from previous Commonwealth Fund surveys that adults in the U.S. experience greater affordability barriers. And that's what I was talking about when I was doing the insurance and going into situations where soldiers couldn't work and they weren't getting assistance. Um, and in like, you know, in Oregon and Washington, there's some pretty bare little towns where you find a house and they don't have a grocery store for 30 miles. You know what I mean? You're out, yeah. I mean, it's big country in Washington and Oregon. That's the Pacific Northwest, right? So, so increasing access to affordable health care and strengthening primary care systems are two of the most important challenges that we in the United States health care system experience, right? So, um, our life expectancy ranks lowest amongst developed countries in life expectancies. While other countries' life expectancies have rising, because that's what we were talking about, uh, that, you know, every other, because we have the technology, we have the knowledge, we know how the body functions, right? We, we don't have the excuses. So, every other country that's developed and educated, their life expectancies are going up, but ours are going down. So that's, I find quite curious, you know? My favorite punching bag for that one is Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> because you can point at anything on the ingredient label and be like, tell me what's wrong with this one right here. Right, right. The I entire packing list on just pick any Doritos and you're just like, oh, okay. Well, what's wrong with corn? Be like, oh, okay, let's, let's go with monocrop cultures. <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, I was able to really make progress in my health just by changing my diet, right? Yes. And I'm just one person. And it took a brain injury and a seizure disorder for me to say there's a better way, right? 
And so what would motivate, what would you think would motivate the American people to say there's got to be a better way? I'm sick of being sick, right? You would think that most of them would have come to that conclusion, but I see a lot of people just loving the fucking easy way out. Yes, yes. Like being told that like, oh, it's not your fault. It's, it's this, and we have this easy fix for it. Right. Which is this little pill. Oh, this little pill is making... Then they don't tell them that like, oh, well, I got like this thing going on now when they come back for a checkup. And it's just like, oh, well, that's caused by that pill. No, they're saying, no, oh, well, we can take care of that with this. Like, Right. It's just right. continued ease of... Right. Like, it's just the easiest solution. And a lot of people don't see it as something that they can take care of or they don't know. Because they have been told since they were little that the doctor has their best interest in mind. And that's where we need to say, stop. The doctor has the pharmaceuticals company's best interest in mind. Or if it's a really good doctor, they can't do what they want to do because the insurance companies are going to stop them from the treatment that they think is most appropriate because it isn't most cost effective. Yes. So we've got good doctors that are working against the system that aren't getting anywhere. We've got some doctors that are a little bit more corrupt that really like those golf outings and that, you know, those, those nice bottles of liquor they get from the ph pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> but where is the accountability? That's my issue. Where is the accountability, FDA? Why is it deregulated in this country? The pharmaceutical companies are deregulated in this country and they can charge whatever the fuck they want to charge. But in other countries, they have to follow the rules, right? Because those countries set up the rules and the laws and they watch these corporations and then those countries also pay for it yeah exactly exactly and here's the deal because our country doesn't doesn't watch the ingredients allows the pharmaceuticals to charge what they want you know um we've limited the access to healthcare. We've limited the access to good food. There's food oasises everywhere where you can only get prepackaged foods. That's full of fucking. So we've got I think you meant food deserts, but I know yeah, what you're going for food desert. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. But that's essentially where, what is going on with the, why our health is declining. It's the, mm -hmm. the combination between the pharmaceutical companies, the medical industrial complex, the FDA, the U S agricultural department, which approved the 72 ingredients that are found in the prepackaged foods that cause all these postmodern illnesses, including mental health, which leads to suicide. So I think, I believe they're all working together and they're all getting a fucking kickback that's my independent opinion it's not Probably. backed up by 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 anything but just from the little research i've done i'm just you can't find a list of the 72 ingredients you find some here and some here you know it's really hard the only people that are really reporting on the the differences between the american food and the european food are all our our uk websites and our um 
Britain's news websites and you know what I mean? And the uh, worldwide, the research worldwide is there. So when the um, F FDA was, uh, the New York Times reported on the FDA, right? And um, they were talking about, hey, why, what's going on with these 72 ingredients? Um, so CBS picked it up, CBS News picked it up and they interviewed the, the Food and Drug Administration and they said, well, why is it if the research is out there, why are we allowing these ingredients in the food? Because if you literally look at a Mountain Dew that's American and a Mountain Dew that's European, the ingredients aren't there that cause the postmodern illnesses, right? Mm -hmm. So it's doable. I would still say it's still not good for you, though. It's not. I mean, there's yeah. sugar and caffeine and all this other stuff, but there's no dyes. There's no preservatives. There's no, you know, uh, there's no high fructose corn syrup. You know what I mean? It's cane sugar, but it, which causes problems, too. But it's not a genetically modified corn. Yes. Right? So... Now I thought a lot of high fructose corn syrup wasn't actually from corn. It was from sugar beets. High fructose corn syrup is from is a genetically modified corn. And what are what are sugar beets give us, and why do they use them so much in everything? Sugar beets are just really sweet. Oh, so it's just a sweetener. Yeah, it's just a sweetener. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, high fructose corn syrup is is uh, if you see it is. If you open up the, it's just milky, sugary. Yeah. They've genetically modified the corn, and it grows. And it's and because when we eat genetically modified things, it affects our body, which causes cancers and whatnot, right? But like we were saying, there are seventy-two ingredients that are found in American prepackaged food that are banned in other countries, deemed unsafe for human consumption. This research is available worldwide. It is accessible to the average person who is on has internet connection, but like any toxic relationship, the FDA gaslights the American people by saying, um, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration said all food additive required pre-market evaluation and regulations require evidence that each substance is safe and its intended level of use before it may be added to foods. So why is it that my dumbass can get online and find these things and ingredients and the research behind it and, and cite very well-known, you know, legit sources that these things are not healthy for us, but yet we just got gaslighted by the FDA and they're like, oh, we research everything. What research? Where is it, FDA? Because as far as I'm concerned, FDA doesn't stand for Food and Drug Administration. It stands for fucking dead Americans. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> but yeah, the should be able to fucking submit a Freedom of Information Act request from them and find what their research is. Exactly. Exactly. The question is, has anyone done that? Yeah. Can we? Can we do it? Can we do it? I think I know a lawyer. So, and then... To continue to gaslight us, they said, post, this is FDA, post-approval, our scientists, which apparently are different scientists than worldwide renowned scientists, our scientists continue to review relevant new information to determine whether there are safe safety questions and whether the use of such substance is no longer safe, the agency added. So, um, in, uh, I was as I was reading also... Uh, 
the the doctors in the UK and in France and Spain and you know they were saying less is best. So I know there that prepackaged food and um, things that are easy sometimes are your only option. But you know I, I would just start if it were me I would start looking at ingredient lists and seeing less is best. So if you see high fructose corn syrup or if you see sodium benzenite or um, some of these other things, the EDTA, the Brahmin of the veg, yellow five, you know, all of those things have been proven to cause um, disease in, in, in humans. My favorite one, which is very common in supplements because it's a sugar-free ingredient and it's acesulfamate potassium. Yeah. And that's, which is an artificial sweetener, which is pretty much banned in the European Union. Like, Absolutely. But you buy most protein powders mm -hmm. in America. So you big ones are muscle milk, muscle tack. Uh, I can't think of any others, but all of those, you look, you start reading the ingredients list. You're like, all right, whey protein powder, totally normal. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever sweetener they get to make it taste like whatever cereal or whatever <laughs> weird. Yeah. Like, literally, there's like cereal flavored ones. Yeah, there. yeah. And it's there's like cannabis. The sulfamate potassium. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Sugar yeah. free. No carbohydrates. Right. And it's just like, well, look at what sulfamate potassium does to you. Yes. <laughs> look who's allowed to use it. And like... Most bodybuilding, quote unquote, bros or gym bros, you know, young kids who are like addicted to that stuff. Right. Because they think it's going to get them jacked and looking like, no, it's no longer Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore. Right. Somebody. Whoever is whoever, the who, person that yeah. they all look up to now. Uh, it's like, dude, you got to take massive amount of steroids to do that. And right. They don't realize that also. It's just like. Yeah, absolutely. Let me help you out here, bud. I know, and that's just it, is that things get labeled and marketed in a way where we pe where we think it's healthy. That's why I always, when I was working with um, customers, at, at, when I worked at Natural Grocers, I was the vitamins manager, the vitamins buyer. And mm -hmm. so when they came in, I had I had to do a lot of education. I had the reps that came in that I, that I worked with. They, they actually made me go upstairs and whenever I had new products in, I had to learn about vitamins. That's how I know so much about like magnesium and all this shit. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it just blew my mind that, you know, folks didn't know because they thought that our government was doing the best that they could do by protecting us against chemicals and additives and ingredients that would be harmful. But when we would break things down, we, we were like, they're kids that had autism. And so we said, Hey, get the red dyes. And they were buying organic and buying things that didn't have red dyes. And you know, you get Quaker oat, instant oatmeal with strawberries and cream in America. It's got red dyes. You get it yep. in Europe. It doesn't. So we know the corporations are capable of making the food safer, right? We know they're capable of it. They've shown it in other countries. We don't have the regulations and we do not have the FDA with the balls to actually make things right for the American people. I said, because the FDA is not forcing them to do so. You know, it's, it's cheaper to produce a product that lasts longer on the shelf. Um, if the FDA is a watchdog, it's the kind that hides behind the couch, doesn't bark, and only comes out for treats. That's our FDA. So it's not only the FDA, it's 
like all those companies and the things that are making that product multinational corporations yes they are on the stock market yes if you want them to actually get to change you have to go fuck your profits for a little bit yeah they're gonna die in the short term so who cares about this quarter or next quarter right but if you change the profits like you'll be a longer profitable company right so you need people on the board going fuck that shit you yes people buying that stock and voting on it and going fuck that shit. right you need their stock to tank a little bit and for them to ask that question and go why so stop buying the fucking products people stop buying twix stop buying the crap stop buying the cereal stop buying the things go to your um go to wegmans go to the organic section i know it's more expensive but that's how we're going to get the prices down if everybody is buying organic and everybody is insisting that we stop poisoning our children and poisoning our citizens not all organic things i could argue are a good idea no like no bananas right 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 so bananas are clones yeah so they put the quote-unquote organic ones in the center like miles inside yeah and then they just absolutely nuke everything around them with the pesticides and herbicides and all that shit yeah so that nothing can get through to the organic <laughs> ones in the fucking center and then everything outside of there is just annihilated with the pe- pesticides bullshit. yeah no i mean not even i I'm just saying eating clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Organic can be a little, I mean, everybody's got their issues. All the shit's got their issues. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, are they really organic or do they just pay the certifications to the U.S. Agricultural Department or the FDA? Well, the USDA and the FDA don't have shit to do with it. These are third-party companies. Like yeah. Oregon Tilth, I think, is one of the bigger ones that I like look for. And I'm like, all right, they're pretty trustworthy. Right, right, exactly. And that's what it is. It's it now it's dependent on like the reputation of the companies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, cause we have to watch guard or watchdog our own shit, you know, because the FDA is not going to do it. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think red dye number 40 does to you? Um, fucks your shit up i'm not sure actually it is in just about every colorful thing you give to a child every piece of candy in this country has red dye number 40 every um you get some special ice cream thing that's got red dye and it's usually red dye number 40 red dye number 40 causes adhd that would explain me yes yes and it's a carcinogen so it also causes cancer. It's commonly new, used in many OTC and prescribed medications as well. So there you go. These that's the red coating on ibuprofen. Yes, absolutely. Another one that's real famous, it's in our Mountain Dew, is yellow number five. Which at a young age I heard kills spermie and testosterone. It does. Yes. It does. It's also known as tartazine. Tartazine is an organic sodium salt. When ingested, tartazine is reduced to sulfonickel acid. Sulfonickel acid is often causes allergic allergic reactions, including hives, asthma, skin problems, eczema. Those most sensitive to dyes and yellow number fives often also have an aspirin allergy, indicating a genetic suspected (coughs) susceptibility. Excuse me. 
So basically, I have a friend right now, and she's really struggling. Her her little two year old has eczema, mm-hmm. and she's struggling with it. And she's cleaning up the diet, and she's now in the rabbit hole that I got in after my brain injury going, why, 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 you know, because, you know, dye yellow number five is in everything. Eczema is something a 70 year old retired dude that plays too much golf out in the sun and drinks too many cocktails gets. A two year old should never have eczema unless they're getting something in her diet that is causing it. And yellow dye number five is in fucking everything. Remember what we said in the beginning of uh, the podcast? Look at your skin. Yes. If your skin is messed up, then something is either lacking in your diet or there's something in your diet that's causing it, right? Yes. So um, some of the more uh, famous things that are banned by the European Union, but uh, we think is totally okay to put in our food. Um, potassium bromate. You know anything about that? No, but I know bromated things are not very good for you. Yeah, well, it's it's put in like doughs and stuff like that and breads. It's Okay, so that's the difference between French bread in France and French bread here. Right. Which is like, well, how come the French can just eat that all day and look fabulous and smoke cigarettes. I'm like, there's a lot of differences in the uh, small scale ingredients. Exactly. And you know what potassium bromate does to you? Not a clue in the world. It disrupts your nervous system. Think about all your friends that have neuralgia or have issues with their nervous system or have, you know, their feet falls. They're 35 years old. They sit down for 20 minutes and their feet fall asleep. A lot of that has to do with the potassium bromate that's in all of the bread and doughs if you want it to look really white mm-hmm. that's what it does it's a whitener so would that be in pastas too yes sir God, those bastards so bha and bht that's a fun one that's a preservative that when studied showed long-term exposure to high doses is toxic in mice and rats but what it does for humans it causes liver thyroid and kidney problems how many people that you know that have Liver, thyroid, and kidney problems. A lot. I I have kidney problems and liver problems, and um, and it also affects lung function and blood coagulation. That's a hard one. Can you say it? Coagulation, coagulation. Coagulate. I know it's the ability to coagulate (laughs) your blood, so that would be your platelets. Yes. So BHA and BHT, which is found in a shit ton of food, is really bad for us. Um, Brominated vegetable oil. Mm. Vegetable oils in general, I've gone down that rabbit hole. Yes, yes. Vegetable oils, brominated vegetable oils, industrial seed oils. That one itself is an entire... Holy fuck. If you start like looking at those and actually trying to cut those out in a meaningful capacity, you're going, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. I can barely eat foods. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's used to keep our flavors from separating in soft drinks. So this yes. is one that's found in a lot of soft drinks. It's found in Mountain Dew. Brominated it's found in Coke. vegetables. We're back on this one just yeah. so everyone's on the same page. Brominated vegetable oils. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I feels like we're just having a conversation. I forget that we're actually like, casting it yes <laughs> this People is this is our sunday this. this is what me and steve do on sunday 
hey, how are you going to die today? <laughs> so um, it's flame retardant and plastic and furniture. It can build up in the body and potentially lead to memory loss, skin and nerve problems. So that's another one. Are you starting to see a theme here? <laughs> Ooh, this one's kind of fun to say. Ractopyman. Ractopyman? Ractopyman. <laughs> it sounds like something that kills rats. Yeah, well, it is a feed additive given to animals to promote leanness that's linked to heart problems in humans. So this is an agricultural thing. We don't necessarily eat it, but we give it to... The things we eat. We give it to the things we eat. So it's going to be found in our meats and stuff. Okay. Titanium dioxide. Which is what makes your toothpaste white. Yes, and it is an artificial color, color, but it is a carcinogen, which means it causes cancer. All right, axodecarbonamide. You got to look at this one. I'm reading from a list because I, I smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> Azodicarbonamide. As He's he's Steve's smarter than I am, so that's why I had to pull him I, in on I this. I drank myself out of chemistry <laughs> in college. I was seriously trying to go for a chemistry degree after the Marine Corps, and basically I couldn't do math at a reasonable way. So I was just like, "Oh crap! Oh crap! I suck at math!" But I was like, "I can do all the the chemistry theory, and like I can read the words, and like, yes, I'm pretty good at like deciphering scientific words." But yes. Like, okay, so I'm like. That actually helped me like go down the rabbit hole of yes. things when I was looking up ingredients when I was much younger and like now able to look at them and recognize like I don't want to fucking eat that. I don't want to eat that. I know what Which that is does. Why I can say acesulfamate potassium so easily. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of other ones too where I can like look at it and sound it out and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, fuck that. Well, it, you know that that is it's a very impressive word, the acesodicarbonamide, <laughs> but it only really only usually just causes allergies, but it's a bleaching agent. Mm -hmm. um, we got a potassium iodate. And that is a form of iodine. Um, and that can interfere with thyroid function. All right. My favorite, the dyes. Now, wait, hold on. Is that the iodine that they add to iodized salt? Which you do yes. need iodine in your diet, though, for. Right. But it's a potassium iodate. So it's a, it's a, a bastardized form of iodine. But is that the one they used in salt? Or do they no. use pure iodine? It's a different kind of iodine and salt. We'll yeah. look it up. Okay, because I know iodine is supposed well, to like yeah. prevent gout, I think. Is the yes. Yeah, tart cherry juice and everything else also prevents gout. Um, okay. Tart cherry juice is a good one for gout. If you ever get gout, go to your, your supplement store, get you some tart cherry juice. Or... Yeah. And stop eating them cured meats. <laughs> to everyone outside of Chautauqua County, they're not going to fucking care. But uh, up in Westfield, there's the... So it used to be the Welch's Grape Juice Factory, and now it's just like a fruit juice co-op. Ooh. So my mom's bought tart cherry juice up there before. It's good shit. Tart cherry juice concentrate. Yeah. And like they have the local grape juice up there, too. 
Yeah, it's a form of potassium iodate is a form of iodine. I don't think it's the iodine that we actually put in salt that we need. Okay. Okay, it's just a form of it. But blue one are the dyes. Blue one, yellow five, and six. These are artificial colors. They are not allowed in any of the foods in the European Union. They're in just about everything from candies to cupcakes to cookies here in the United States. They are a carcinogen, which means... Cancer. <laughs> yep. It means it means cancer. <laughs> it means guess which cancer you're getting. Right, right. And then, because there are too many people in this country with cancer, and when you go through the list of ingredients, and cancer is on a rise, you know, you would yeah. think with all the stuff that we know that we would be nipping this shit in the butt with all the research, but it's getting worse, right? And I can't help but think. If all of these ingredients are carcinogens and they're found in our prepackaged food and United States eats 30% of prepackaged food and our prepackaged food sucks compared to, you, you know what I mean, as far as your health is concerned because it has all these carcinogens is, yep. call me crazy feels like a link. Well, there's also the hormone disruptors too and then the artificial hormones that some foods have too. Exactly, exactly, which also can cause a lot of disease in the body from thyroid problems to menstruating when you're nine years old to, you know what you know I mean? My favorite one to tell people. Yeah. People who love whiskey. I fucking blow their mind with this one. It is the highest concentrated form of plant estrogen that you can in introduce into your body. Whiskey. Whiskey. No wonder I was an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, that's why like, men who are older who drink a fuckload of whiskey grow what i like to call men commonly known i call it bitch tits but bitch tits <laughs> well you are a marine come on now <laughs> well, of course I'm gonna go with the most vulgar accurate and definitive def one that defines it the most vulgar like, yeah, well that's why we love you that's why we love you so much no, like, <laughs> yeah you look at that and it's just like oh it's just like oh well they Plant-based estrogen can't cross into the human body. Yes, it absolutely can. can. Absolutely can. And I can prove this from the cancer medical industry. Like right. When a lady gets hormone-induced breast cancer, right. one of the first things they tell her is stop eating soy. Stop eating soy. Yeah, and stop eating genetically modified soy. Yeah. Because soy is, I eat soy, but I eat organic, non-genetically modified soy, right? Yes. So, and I eat soy because I'm in my 40s, and oh God, I know, perimetopause, right? So our hormones go through this flux before we go through menopause, which nobody fucking told me about until I was like really in a bad situation. I was about to fight somebody. <laughs> And then I was like, maybe there's something wrong with my hormones. I'm feeling a bit homicidal. <laughs> That's not normal. I know, right? <laughs> I'm a Buddhist for crying out loud. It's like I pray for peace. I gotta, I gotta show it in my own life. <laughs> God damn it, integrity. Um, <laughs> coming to where I can't kill people, but I have to eat this bullshit food. Right? Exactly. That's exactly. Weird, ironic dichotomies. Of right? Life. Exactly. Only corporations can kill us. We can't kill each other. And they're allowed to do it slowly. Mm -hmm. And like, then they go, but they did it by their own hand. They could have eaten something else. Right. Fuck you and your lawyers. Yeah. And I mean, also, like, on the other hand, because we know that plants affect hormones, mm -hmm. there are women that suffer because their estrogen levels go down. So when I was a vitamins manager or and, and buyer, right, I would, um, I would suggest wild jams 
to bring their estrogen levels up. Now I took wild jams, but my estrogen level wasn't the problem. It was my progestogen, right? So okay. when I took wild jams, I would like, you know, a napkin would blow in the wind and I would start bawling because it was so beautiful. Because my estrogen, le- you know, they were so high, right? I was like, well, everything is fine and beautiful. <laughs> I, and I'm already a crier. You know what I mean? We don't need, you know, I, I watch the right catfish and I'm fucking crying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> wow. you know, I, I, I watch the, the, the right garbage TV. I'm like, oh God. You know, um, but she lost 400 pounds. Uh, <laughs> but yeah so you know uh i really do feel like we are in a health crisis just to kind of wrap things up for us you know that we are in a health crisis right um and we have a lot of control over it more than we believe but we have to stop trusting the medical industrial complex and we have to stop trusting the FDA is going to make the right decision for us. And we have to start doing our own research. Right. You know, um, when I was researching after my brain injury and I was noticing certain foods were triggering my seizures, that's when I removed red dye number 40 out of my fucking now, diet. Did you like look at it and go, okay, it's this one, this one, and this one. What do they have in common? Or was it like, Oh, it's this one. I'm just going to remove that. I noticed when I would eat something that was prepackaged with a with red dye in it that I would have more propensity to have a seizure that day, you know, and it would cause me to have some kind of headaches and jitteriness. It never did that before I I when I had a healthy brain. But I'm thinking to myself, is this what it's doing to my broken brain? What are these dyes doing to people who aren't suspecting it because their brains are healthy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was almost a gift. I, it wasn't. It was. It was a gift. You know. You look at the things that happened in your life, and the fact that I survived a really horrendous accident and was able to find my way back home, and in a way where I, now I'm. I inspire myself. I maybe that sounds egotistical, but I, I, I really lived and ate until my brain injury, like an eight year old with poor parental supervision. Right. And then after my brain injury, I was able to find a way that was healthy and able to inspire others to eat healthy, you know, cause I feel like had I not gone through that, horrendous brain injury and the seizure disorder and all of those things, I would never have discovered this. And that's why I think this podcast is so important that we talk about stuff like this because I didn't know. Yes. And so no judgment to anybody who this is like new fucking information to, because I lived 40 years of my life and didn't know about this shit. You know what I mean? So, um, and so I'm so grateful that you wanted to do a podcast. And I mean, we just talked about, we just scratched the, 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 the iceberg. I mean, the tip of the iceberg. And I know you have had other guests on who would probably want to chime in to this topic, you know? So I would love to come back and, and kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, um, some of the things that corporations are doing for solutions, you know, cause that's kind of the other part of it. What companies, corporations, individuals are helping with the solutions to get us out of this bullshit fuckery. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, is fuckery. It is a lot of fuckery. <laughs> it's relentless fuckery. <laughs> it's 
bent over a barrel. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't mind being bent over a barrel. Just buy me fucking dinner first. And, you know. <laughs> uh, the way we described it in the Marine Corps is uh, we called it the great big weenie of the Marine Corps, which is always fucking you. And yeah. Sometimes it's dry and sometimes it's a sandpaper condom with alcohol lube. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you, um, did you want to, um, did you have anything else to say about uh, this stuff? I could probably go for like a half hour alone on just industrial seed oils. Yeah. But basically the short and curly of it is, is that, uh, so there's three main macronutrients you need. Yes. Proteins, salt or not salt, proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Those are right. like the, the macro, the large nutrients. Everything else is a micronutrient. Right. You can get nitty gritty from there. But the way that your body uses each one from a 10,000 foot level is protein is used to rebuild muscle and tissue. Yes. Uh, carbohydrates is an energy source. Yes. And fats are what your body uses to convert into hormones which signals what the rest of your body is going to do with things right and it's right. also pretty good for your brain too so yeah up until about 150 years ago industrial seed oils were not part of a human or animal diet in any form right so like putting them in to our bodies which are still about 2,000 years removed from any advancements to newer foods right um it has no idea what the fuck to do with them. It just like looks at it and goes, I don't know what that is. So that's right. brominated vegetable oils, your hydrogenated vegetable oils. Um, most of those seed oils, like it's still questionable whether sunflower seed oil and peanut oils are or aren't. So it depends on their processing. Right. Right. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, so my body doesn't know what to do with that. Right. So then that comes back down to what we were talking to before this where we uh, were calling out McDonald's for all the bullshit they put in their food. Right. What did McDonald's use for their fries prior to switching to industrial seed oils for the frying oil? Could, was it canoil? Can oh, it was beef tallow before that. Beef tallow. Oh, that's right, because that's why McDonald's... That's why has that flavor. Right. goes, what is this flavor? And so they like... They added these additives to make it taste like it was still fried in fucking beef tallow. Yeah, yeah, and they call it beef essence. That's why, as a vegan, I can't eat McDonald's French fries. Well, I just don't eat them because I don't like McDonald's. Right. Well, and it's also it's the those, devil. Oh, it's the fucking go devil. To this new McDonald's uh, thing where it's just like you know, back when I was younger and I was into like the bodybuilding bros. Right. I didn't realize you needed tons of fucking steroids to get there. Get above 180 pounds. Right. Because your body has a natural limit. Yeah. Is a. Uh, like, you know, you read, like, the articles and stuff, and it's just like, okay, this is what you do for workouts, and this is what you eat, and, like, you get these programs and stuff, and it's just, like, work out in the morning, and then you can have uh, the McDonald's Egg McMuffin is considered a healthy breakfast for bodybuilding, and I'm like, what? That's disgusting. I'm like... That's well, disgusting. One, it tastes like shit, so why would you call that your morning treat? Right. These articles, and I'm just like, right. it fucking tastes horrible, and I'm just like... right. No. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, but that's marketing. That's this, that's that, that's the other thing. It's w the only thing that's it needs to come from a grassroots 
Yeah. A grassroots situation where we're educating people about eating better. And it sounds nerdy. It sounds like this, you know, like people need to be eating better. It's not about anything else but survival. Yeah. It's not, I don't want you to get cancer and have a postmodern illness that you could have avoided, which we are number one. The United States is number one in people dying of avoidable diseases. Don't you want to have a higher quality of life? Even Thank if you. It's just one percent better Thank today you. or this week than it was last week. Thank you. And yeah. yeah, to all our listeners out there, I just want to let you know if you're feeling like you got a lot of nerve pain um, and you're thinking about as we're talking about these prepackaged foods, you're like, "Wow, dude, I do have some nerve pain." Just start doing some magnesium. Calm is a really good one. It, um, you can find it at most grocery stores. It's just a little powder magnesium, a little like eight ounce drink before you go to bed. You'll be able to sleep. You'll be able to shit. Your um, nervous system will feel better. Magnesium is one of those ones that's lacking in our water now because we have all that filtered water. We don't have the electrolytes in the water. So people are walking around dehydrated even though they're drinking water, but it's filtered water. Magnesium is one of those ones that helps the nervous system. You know what I mean? So I'm giving you a little bit of a solution. If you're feeling like you have nerve pain, try magnesium for two weeks. You're going to want to try to find me and kiss me on the lips because you're going to feel so good. And if you're a good looking lady, she'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I might even take you out to dinner. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys a little knowledge, a little tidbit before you, you know, um, they also make magnesium gummies just look make sure you don't have the dyes and all the crap because that's the other thing is the supplement companies that have less integrity are putting in the things that are banned you know so you want even in the vitamins and supplement world you got to look for clean material clean ingredients less is best less is best you want to get things that say eight or less ingredients or da 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 you know is there any really good companies we can point people in the direction for that you know for a fact of like nature made are they good yeah well some uh, nah, i would uh yeah the, <laughs> there's a lot of different companies that are pretty good like um as far as like you just got to look at the ingredients like the fake burgers there's an impossible burger and there's a beyond beef burger right there is canola oil in the beyond yes. beef which makes me a little irritated but other than that it's way cleaner than the impossible burger okay right so you kind of got like uh, but canola oils just like you were saying is one of those oils that's just really sucks for your body it does i mean sometimes it's just like i go for the 80 20 rule on a lot of things yeah for for food where it's like if I'm doing 80% good, but like I, I want to treat myself to like yeah. ice cream or something, I'm like fuck it, why not? Right. Like I know there's sugar in there. Who cares? Who like, cares? Pretty clean, but like sometimes I want something and then there's like it's in the list. Canola oil or an industrial seed oil is in the list. But yeah. It's like, you know what? Like life is about enjoyment and this is going to give me some mouth flavor enjoyment. Right. What is the Japanese? They have a Japanese Umami. word. Is it Hermani that I'm... Umami. U-M-A-M-I. When you eat when you're not hungry, but your mouth is lonely. Oh, no. I'm thinking of umami as like all the senses of flavors together at one and in unison. Japanese language is so beautiful. Yeah, they have a word, and I can't remember the, what the word is, but it it means I'm eating not because I'm hungry, but because my mouth is lonely. <laughs> 
like depression eating a whole thing of ice cream. Right. I'm eating because my mouth is lonely. I haven't had a girlfriend in a while. My mouth is real lonely. <laughs> let me tell you. Any lesbians out there, you know how to get a hold of Steve. I would like a picture, though. Please send a picture. <laughs> We are vetting everyone first. You have to talk to me. I have to yes. Make sure you're yes. not crazy. I've been to, yeah. I can spot crazy. Woo! Listen, I used to be real crazy. I've cleaned up quite a bit. So I know I got some bad karma. That's why we got to go through a third party. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Yeah, right. Hey. Spotting crazy. Sometimes you can get past me. And I'm like, I know. God damn it. Yeah, I mean. If, I know. That's why I got to have friends to help me out. Because I, I, you know, I'd rather be single than be in a relationship that's wrong, right? Yes. So, because I really like hanging out with myself. You know what I mean? I, people are like, you're single. I mean, I said, yeah, I'm single. I got a roommate. I got a dog. And I got a vibrator. What else do I fucking need? <laughs> yeah, good pair of shoes. I got that too. You know what I mean? I, you know, I think you get, you get in where you fit in and you shouldn't rush that shit, right? Right? Yeah, pretty much. You know, get where you know. If it's right, it's right. But I don't force feed cold force feed cold oatmeal. You know, especially if it's got red. Really interesting saying. <laughs> You've never heard that saying? Before? No. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's a, uh, it's an old saying. Don't force feed cold oatmeal. It's usually about unrequited love. Is how they I use that. Never heard that. Yeah. One. I am fucking <laughs> taking that one and looking it up and using it on things. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, let's call it then. <laughs> All right. Well, I really appreciate you having me on, Steve-O. It was such a pleasure, and thank you so much for uh, bringing this, this topic to light and having the courage to talk about it. That's all I have is courage, and we'll do this again later.